every day. A bro is in need. Dude, I totally need my pre-workout or I'm gonna riot this place. Please. A bro needs your help today. Can I get some money for like my five gallons of water that I have to drink every day? Because I have to go to the gym to get buffed up, bro. From the same company that brought you sponsor, bum. They're sponsor, bruh. Where you can sponsor yourself your very own gym rat. Dude, totally being part of Sigma Kappa Alpha Sigma Chi, dude. We have to totally go and have a bro's night at Chimmy's to get tacos and get wasted, bro. Please. Without your generous donations, these bras can't do things like go to Chimmy's, have gas money to go to his best gal's house at the sorority, or do things like just go to the gym on a daily basis. Dude, if you sponsor me, bro, I'll like love you forever, and I totally maybe not will like hit on your daughter, but I probably will. Sponsor yourself a bra today. Sponsor me and you can help me with my compensation issues. Hi, I'm Micah. And I'm Chris. And this is the Donut Box Podcast. I'm so happy that you're mine. Little things I should have said and done. I just never took the time. Well, Chris, we're on episode seven. Seven, count them up, man. Seven, man. That's that's crazy. I, I can't even believe we're on season two. First of all, I can't even believe we're in 2023. Second of all, and then third of all, I can't even believe we're already seven episodes deep in season two. Time just be flying too fast. Somebody tell it to slow it down. Am I right? Yeah, man. I keep thinking it's 2022 for some reason. Someone was talking at lunch and they were like, "The best time to buy a house is an election year." And I was like, "Oh, so in two years?" They were like, "No, next year." I was like, "Oh yeah, it's 2023." But yeah. So we thank all you guys for listening to us, man. Our people out in Brussels, Belgium, y'all have been going on solid strong. Hey, and we have some listeners in Singapore that apparently love us for some reason. And then in Wichita, Kansas, they've still been going strong. So they're like pretty consistent. So we want to shout out all of our peeps that have been supporting us. A1 since day one. Yeah, absolutely. Y'all are truly trash can OGs and we appreciate your support. So we're going to move into our first segment, which is our old fashioned donut, which is our story from our past. So we're going to start today with, uh, well, we went to a camp, a summer camp of sorts. And this was right when Chris and I became friends. Like, I mean, uh, for those of you who had heard the previous story of how we became friends, I mean, how long ago after this, after that was it, maybe half a year, maybe six months, something like that? It had to be half a year because I remember you moved somewhere close to January, February time. And I remember this was during the summer, so it was probably like June or July. So it had to have been, you're probably right, about six months, I would say. So yeah, it was uh, It was pretty pretty early on there and of course chris and i exactly weren't friends for probably a few months there so you know it was pretty quick uh but anyways we had this it was a drama camp and it was being put on by this drama director super awesome person this was before the uh other drama director that you might have heard us talking about in the other old-fashioned donut segment anyways so we had to put on this whole performance and essentially the camp was to teach us you know drama skills and then at the end each person had a part in a different sketch or you know a different role so chris what what was your role and what did you have to work on well before we get into that let's specify it was not like a 
go away camp. It was actually after church. So it was like a stay camp and it was just like a day camp. And I remember I had to audition. Do you, do you have to audition for it? I remember having to do an audition. Man, it was so long ago. I think I did. But to be honest, I don't remember if I had to or not. I just remember everyone that auditioned like got in. But there was like different parts other than the drama part. So there was like a singing and then something else. But I remember auditioning and like getting a part in the drama. So my sketch, it was me and uh, our friend Patty Ice. Patty Ice, if you're listening, we hope you're doing well. We hope life is treating you a-okay. If it's not, give us a holler. But anyways, uh, Patty Ice and me, we had some skit. And I remember it was about Converse. And the next scene was with like three of the teenagers that were at the drama camp and they had a part, but I just remember it was something about Chucks and Converse. And I don't really remember anything else other than that. Uh, one thing I do remember though, is my parents told me that I was being way too serious and that I did not need to take myself so seriously and that I needed to chill out. And that's what I remember from that. But, uh, what, what, part did you have micah in this drama camp well i had the role of the prodigal son if you've heard the the christian biblical story of the prodigal son i had that role and um essentially if for those of you who don't know the story he leaves and you know his family's pretty wealthy and whatnot he leaves he goes and spends his whole inheritance and ends up coming back and the father accepts him and whatnot anyways the play was i had to it was essentially like the prodigal son when he was at his lowest and like in the pig pen so i was like hanging out with the pig pen but really the pigs were um just other teenagers in the drama group and i remember they had lines and whatnot and i really don't remember what i said I just remember we had to keep going over and over on something. And I don't know if Chris knows this, but we had to rehearse and rehearse and rehearse th this one part because I kept being too dramatic. Because, like, I literally had – I don't remember the line. Like, I wish I remembered the line. But I had to, like, step out I of remember one of them. Do you? I, yeah, I remember one of the lines. And I don't know why this one sticks out to me. I don't know if it was the line you rehearsed or what. But I just remember one of the lines you said was, I'm up the creek without a paddle. I remember that. <laughs> that was a line that you said. And mind you, Micah is a playing the part of this prodigal son who has spent his money on uh, gambling and beer and prostitutes. So put that into perspective yeah, if we're yeah. honest. And so we had a little joke there. It wasn't that one, but like I had to... Um... It was something like I had to step into the middle of the stage and it was like I had an epiphany or something and, you know, I had to lift my hand up and I was just like, I've been given a gift from God or something and it's like my family or something along those lines. And I just remember I kept being too dramatic. I kept stepping up there and I would go, I've been, you know, <laughs> and just totally just over the top. And I just remember they're like, no, 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 tone it down again. And I, we kept having to rehearse it because I just was too dramatic until finally I toned it down enough. Yeah, it was great. But the thing was, we had to like rehearse it over a few weeks of the summer. So like the parents would drop us off for a few hours and we would go over our parts. And then I remember Sunday morning, we had to like perform it in front of everybody. Do you remember that? Like it was in front of the whole congregation. Um, and this is a little side note. I don't think I've told you this. But, like, I had the biggest crush on the teenager that was, like, helping in our skit. Uh, and I remember just being like, oh, like, please, please, please like me. And I was, like, eight, and she was, like, 16. I remember, 
like this will tell you the mind of an eight-year-old like she held my hand to like walk me to the bathroom i mean i remember being like oh yeah she definitely likes me because she's holding my hand when in reality she was just making sure i didn't wander off and get lost so uh that's a little insight into the psyche of eight-year-old christopher hey it's okay if eight-year-old micah for some reason my parents let me fly by myself and i would hit on random women in the airport at age like 10 um i remember flight attendants i remember there was it was nearby christmas one time and there was like santa and his lady helpers i guess and i hit on one of the lady helpers i don't know how we got onto that but anyways i i digress but yeah the the kids drama camp and also shout out to chris uh, we might talk about this another time, but hey, there was another sketch, not in this camp, it was when he was a little older, but uh, he got to play Jesus. I just remember that man coming down the aisle, Jesus, and he had the little, you know, goatee strip going on, it was great. Yeah, I was 16, and here's the thing, I'm going to go ahead and dive into that story real quick, I won't go into the whole details, but what happened was, was Jesus, the part of Jesus, somehow I filled in for it, and at the end, Jesus like walks down, he walks down the middle with his arms raised and walks, you know, down the crowd. Well, I was trying to keep the character and keep my arms raised. And there was this guy that was in a wheelchair that was sitting near the edge. And I remember like I didn't have enough room to kind of move my hand. So like my robe kind of grazed his shoulder. And I just remember them telling me, like, why didn't you move your hand? I was like, hey, I was like, that hem of gar uh, Jesus' garment healed somebody. I'm playing Jesus. Maybe his powers will come through me and that guy will get out of his wheelchair. <laughs> but that's what I thought. But anyways, back to the kids' drama camp eight years prior to when the Jesus thing happened. I remember being super uptight. And I remember the ending of my sketch being like, Patty Ice said, hey, let's go to my house. And we run off and laugh and go, ha, ha, ha. And I didn't laugh, apparently, good enough. And my parents were like, hey, you're uptight. And Micah probably credits himself with saving me out of my nerd shell. That's what he told me. Well, okay. It, it, now we got to dive into that. Here's the thing. Whenever I was a kid, I was a very, very prideful kid. And uh, was being pumped up full of pride, if you, if you could say so. And one of the things that I had been told by other people was you know you've really helped chris and the verbiage was not be a nerd and you saved him from being a nerd well i was a kid with no filter as well and so thinking this i've had a full conversation with him and i was like chris you're lucky you have me i saved you <laughs> that's terrible <laughs> that's terrible yeah i think it was your parental beings that were pumping you up but anyways you got anything else to add to uh what happened at the day camp, the drama camp? Nah, man, I just remember uh, we had the VHS tape for it for years, and that thing uh, embarrassed me over and over. But, you know, you know how the home videos go. But yeah, anyways, so uh, we'll move on to our next segment, which is the Jelly Donut, which is our jail reports. Who is that private pile? Sir, Jelly Donut, sir! A Jelly Donut! So it's my turn to do the jail report, and uh, let's talk about some dumb criminals, Chris. That's uh, that's what this jelly donut's going to be. It's going to be talking about dumb criminals. You know, sometimes we, we talk about a garden variety of different criminals, but, you know, today. Um, so, this one in particular. A fugitive is busted after applying for a job at, the New, at a New Jersey sheriff's office. Wow. That's probably... You probably shouldn't apply for a job at a sheriff's office if you are wanted. But go ahead. Continue with the story. So, the, the story is she's a former postal worker... 
And she was on the run for a crime in a different county. And then she apparently moved to a different county and applied for this other job. Basically, after she was busted, the officers also discovered she had two stolen credit cards and two fake IDs from different states as well. You know, this ain't uh, the segment from last week, but tie your shoes because you're tripping because that's pretty crazy. Why would you... (laughs) How would you apply at the sheriff's office knowing you got a warrant in another county? Yeah, what was she even thinking? Was she thinking, oh, it's in a different county. Like, they're not going to be able to see it. They can see everything. Like, they, if you're in the United States, they can look you up and they can see if you're wanted in another county. They can see if there was police reports. I mean, I'm telling you, dude, like, people are not anything. that smart. Yeah, they can look up and find anything. So, I can't believe she tried to apply to be a sheriff's deputy or maybe a 911 opera. I don't know what it was, but yeah, she was dumb. It didn't specify what she applied for, but at the same time, you know, if you're wanted, don't apply at the uh, the sheriff's office, okay? And plus, you know, even if they didn't catch on and they didn't do any, I mean, they're going to background check her. I mean, everybody that works at the sheriff's office is getting background checked for sure. So, anyways. I will tell you this. It's not like Blue Street. It is not like Blue Street. If you ever seen that movie, you cannot get away with anything in 2023. They know everything. Oh heck no! Especially not being a goofy pizza delivery driver with fake teeth trying to trying to get up there to the top floor. Anyways, uh, so the next one here. So, um, someone was stopped after a wild car chase, and what did they whip out when the officer asked for the driver's license? When they finally stopped, they whipped out a card from Legoland, and apparently, I didn't know this, but you can get a Legoland driver's license i didn't know you can do this but it's literally like there's a picture of it i'm looking at it and it's it looks kind of like a driver's license but it says you know past and it's got like the lego i I don't know if maybe there's some extra thing you could drive a lego car or something like that i don't know but he tried to pass that as his uh id after running from the police for nearly 35 miles did it at least kind of resemble a driver's license I mean, kind of, except for the fact that it's got Lego planted all over it. It's got Legoland, Legoland, Lego, Legoland Driving School. Like, literally, even the driver number starts with Lego and then the number. So, it's very, very obvious that it's not, you know, it is. it might be a driver's license, but it's a hobby license. Uh, you know, I never, I didn't even know Legoland gave driver's licenses, but apparently they do. They That dude had to have been high on something, because at Chuck E. Cheese... We would have stuff like that. It was like you drive the little car and it would like take your picture and it print out like a little fake looking driver's license. But it, it, I mean, you could tell it was fake, but I can't. That dude had to have been high. Like he had to have been. Yeah. And that's the second part of the story. I mean, they found a very large stash of uh, marijuana in the car. That sounds about right. So that that's what ended up. Yeah, that's what ended up happening there. So. Uh, but he was definitely arrested, and there's no known reason of uh, why he was in the car chase, I guess, because he had drugs in the car. Here's the next one. A thief is caught right after trying to rob the same bank two days in a row. Oh, yeah, we've heard stuff like that before. People are dumb. This one actually happened so back in 22 here in December, so just last month. Uh, in California, the bank robber didn't even wait a full 24 hours before trying to knock off the same exact bank. So this guy, he was 33, and um, he successfully robbed it the first time. And he took off with around $25,000 worth of cash the first day. Um, but the second day, 
they noticed a tick whenever this guy was robbing them once again. Looked exactly the same. Clothes were exactly the same. And also, he slipped the teller a note, just like he did the day before. Uh, so what ended up happening? Well, because they were, because he had knocked off that bank the day before, of course the police were on very high alert. And so what ended up happening is he didn't even make it out of the uh, bank. They surrounded the bank, and he was then taken into custody. Either one of two things. One, you have short-term memory loss, and you totally forgot you robbed the bank the day before. Two, you dumb as rocks. Uh, this is not like Grand Theft Auto, where you can go into the same store, and they forget, oh yeah, this is the guy that robbed me last time, and they don't recognize anything. Uh, no, it's not like Grand Theft Auto. I think that's what the problem is. People think life is like Grand Theft Auto when it's... And it also says here that he has a rap sheet that includes five previous robbery convictions or robbery felonies. So uh, it doesn't sound like he's very good at being a thief, uh, but he's currently being held with a $250,000 bail. That's pretty high. It is very high. So here's the next one. Uh, New Jersey teens ca uh, caught dumping a murder victory in... Pennsylvania woods after leaving hazard lights on. Okay. You know, this sh it shouldn't it shouldn't really be funny and it's really really sad that somebody got murdered and that's really really horrible. But this the first guy to to 19 and 17, uh they're being charged as an adult because um they pulled off on the side of the road, put their hazard lights on and then proceeded to pull out a body uh from the back of the car as several cars drove by the scene they saw the car parked there and of course they called the police when they saw two young males carrying a body and so what ended up happening was they dumped it in the woods on the side of the road which it then fell down the um down the hill and they ended up finding um the car that was in the initial robbery uh the victim and then the knife. And they were all found within 100 feet of each other. They just ended up throwing it all down the ravine, pretty much. And then the car was already there, apparently. Wow. Dumb, dumb bubble gum. And so, pretty much, um, yeah. So, they showed up on the scene just in time to, to see them trying to get away and caught them. Well, at least they were responsible and put their hazard lights on so that no one else would run into them. At least they did that part right yes way to be a fantastic citizen if you're going to murder somebody and dump them down a hill totally sarcastic um it's not cool to murder anybody and do that to anyone um last but not least two crooks picked the absolute wrong spot for a kidnapping and of course kidnapping is terrible as well so these would-be abductors allegedly lured a gal and basically you know took her for hostage and was demanding $10,000 from her cousin over the phone. Where did they do this at? Right across the street from the police department, like the main one for the city of New York. So what ended up happening was whenever the, of course, the cousin called the police. And so once the police was called, they traced the telephone call and everything, and it happened to be next door. So they just went around the corner next door and arrested them, found, found them released the, the gal and maybe they thought oh we're right next to the police station no one's gonna suspect bro you're not even giving yourself a chance to flee the scene they're just walking right next door that's so dumb yes yeah, it's, it's it was really dumb so man you gotta love these uh these jelly donuts they're they're always full of just stories that you're like wow 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 you know part of you're kind of glad that criminals are dumb because if they were all 
fantastic. You know, we'd be getting ripped off or bad things would be happening all the time. So I'm glad they are dumb and they provide us with funny stories. But on to our next segment, we have our donut hole, which is our variety segment. So it's my turn to do the donut hole. And here lately, we've been on a kick of asking each other questions. And so, Chris, I'm quizzing you, buddy. And, um, you know, personally, I don't know what you were strong at in school. Like, kind of, but not really. How are you with geography, my friend? Oh, not great, dude. Not great. American geography, I'm great at. Pretty good. But uh, the rest of the world... Like South America and like Africa, it gets a little hazy and the Middle East gets a little hazy for me. So we'll see what happens, man. Well, we got a quiz that includes the capital city, some from the U.S. states and then some from countries around the world. And so we'll go ahead and get started. So you ready for the first one? We're going to start off. We got a couple softballs here. So um, the state of Georgia, state of Georgia, and you already know probably what this is, but is it A, Augusta, B, Savannah, C, Albany, or D, Atlanta? Is it Augusta? Just kidding. It's Atlanta. Everybody knows. Absolutely. So, yep, it's Atlanta. So, uh, next one, and this is another one. Shout out to all of our Texas listeners in our home state, but uh, the great state of Texas. So, is our capital A, Dallas, B, Austin, C, El Paso, or D, San Antonio? B, Austin, unfortunately, it's Austin. It should be Dallas, but it's Austin. It happens. It happens. Californians go home. No, I'm just kidding. Anyways, you know how I feel about Austin. Oh, yeah. Well, I feel the same way about Austin. We can, but it is what fries my donuts. We could go on forever about how we feel about Austin. Um, okay, next one. The state of Mississippi. So maybe this is where it gets a little muddy of uh, what the capitals are. But is it A, Jackson, B, Vicksburg, C, Carnesville, or D, Biloxi? Oh, it's Jackson, buddy. Yeah, it is Jackson. If you ever go to Jackson, for all you listeners out there, it is a shady, sketchy place. Do not go down there at night. Yes, it is. Actually, and uh, I'll tell you this. Just don't go to Mississippi. How about that? How about that? Just don't go. That's a good rule of thumb. Um, all right. So... Next state here is Illinois, or how I want to pronounce it, Illinois. All right, so is the capital A, Chicago, B, Champaign-Urbana, C, Springfield, or D, Evansville? It's not Sheboygan. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Chicago. Chicago, home of CM Punk, Chicago, Illinois. Wrong, my friend. It's Springfield, actually. Chicago's not the capital? No, man, uh, that, is, that is actually one, that's kind of one of those trickier ones, but yeah, Chicago is not the capital of Illinois in Springfield. Hold on, I'm looking this up, right here, right, oh yeah, you're right, <laughs> you are right, oh, sorry, well, listen, I was forced to learn the capitals at a way early age, anyways, uh, so, um, the next one here, Kansas, this one's another kind of tricky one. Um, so is it A, Independence, B, Dodge City, C, Kansas City, or D, Topeka? I want to say it's Topeka. Yeah, you're right. It is Topeka. Topeka, Kansas is the capital. Um, so, you know, most people would think Kansas City, but the weird part about Kansas City, most of the, like, major area of Kansas City is actually in Missouri, so it's kind of, kind of weird there. Um, yeah, I didn't know that. All right, so 
That was all for our state capitals. You ready to move into the country capitals? This is where it might get a little fuzzy. Sure, why not? All right, so we're going to start off with the country of Brazil. So is the capital A, Rio de Janeiro, B, Sao Paulo, C, Brasilia, or D, Tabatinga? It's Rio de Janeiro. Everybody knows that. It's actually false. It's Brasilia. You know what? I think you're just making this stuff up. I think that's what you're... I'm you looking it up. I'm, I'm you Googling look it up? this right now. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. I guess, uh, was Rio the old capital? Was it a capital at one point? I think, yeah, I think it was. Um, I know Brasilia is a recent capital. It was built, at least from what they were saying, it was built at, you know, a different time. Um, and it became a capital, kind of an industrial city. It's kind of a newer city. But anyways, so our next country, Australia. So is the capital Australia, A, Sydney, B, Canabara, C, Melbourne, or D, Yellowknife? My gut calls to go with Sydney, but I think it's Melbourne. Actually, it's neither. It's Canabara. Dude, I swear to God you're making this stuff up. I'm looking this. I gotta fact check you, because this is the age that we live in. Fact check it. I know. Hey, we gotta fact check everything. What? Since when is it the capital? I thought it was always Sydney. Maybe it's just because I'm thinking Sydney's like the biggest city. All right. Uh, yeah, it's definitely the most. It's definitely the most known. Um, but yeah, man, we just got a we just got a couple more here. So, um, what about Canada? Our Speaking of Sydney, never mind, never mind, never mind. Anyways, keep going. Um, so let's talk about our neighbors to the north, old Canada, old Canada. So is the capital of Canada A, Ottawa, B, Toronto, C, Montreal, or D, Vancouver? Oh. I want to say Vancouver. We're going to go with Vancouver. It's actually Ottawa. Dude. Why do you do this to me? I'm horrible at geography. It's okay. You know who paid attention to geography class. Not me. It's okay. Uh, the last couple hopefully are a little easier. So we have the country of Germany. Is the capital of Germany A, Berlin, B, Frankfurt, C, Hamburg, or D, Munich? Oh, crap. Uh, Frankfurt. It's, it's actually Berlin. Sorry, German people. It's okay. Uh, Chris means no harm. He just doesn't know geography. It's okay. I'm sorry, Chris. If I did, if I knew this more, I would not have given you this quiz. All right, last one. It's okay, bro. I think like I think I smashed you like on the '90s movies or something, or it was like the uh, the U.S. history. Something happened. Yeah, there was I don't a... remember. But it's okay. You're just getting <laughs> me back. Maybe I need to pay. I, I guess. I I don't know. Um, maybe I should get you the grapefruit and and uh, coconut water there. But anyways, so last one here is the country of Mexico. So our neighbors to the south here. Um, Is it A, Mexico City, B, Cancun, C, Cabo San Lucas, or D, Cozumel? It's Mexico City. All the rest are like tourist spots. Yeah, exactly. All right, so yeah, you got them, man. You got them. So you were definitely, you were pretty good at the states. I mean, some of them are a little tricky. I wasn't expecting you to get Kansas because like, I, I, there's not a lot of people that know about like Topeka. Yeah, I I know the states that are surrounding me, and I know their capitals, but that's about it. And I, of course, I know the capital of the great state of Texas. But uh, yeah, and uh, so yeah, shout out to our listeners in Georgia, Texas, Mississippi, Illinois, Kansas, and um, we'll have another quiz like this at some point. You know, Chris, feel free to geography quiz me. That's cool too. 
and uh, we could have some of these other spots. We'll shout out some of these other towns. Oh, you will, if you um, want, if you right. want to play unfair, we're going to give you a wrestling quiz. That's what we'll give you next time. Oh, Just kidding, man. Just kidding. Yeah, that's. I was about to say. Yeah, I don't really don't know much about that. All right, man. Well, we're going to move to our next segment, which is what fries my donuts. And Chris, <laughs> he's fired up, man. We got the fryer on five, and it's cranked off the knob. So, Chris, what fries your donuts, man? Oh, let me tell you, buddy. And I'm going to be very specific here. Uh, this, there's some things at the grocery store that got me fired up. Are you ready to hear them? There's a couple things at the grocery store that got me fired up. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the thing is, just as a, a side note here, for those of you who remember, Chris uh, used to be in the grocery biz. He's no longer in the grocery biz. So, you know, he, he knows what he's talking about when it comes to the grocery biz. But uh, go ahead, buddy. I'm retired. That's what I tell people. They keep trying to get me to come out of retirement, but I'm not coming out. But anyways, let me tell you something. I know we're in the age of self-checkouts and everything. I know that Wally World is going a lot to being all self-checkout. Now, if it's all self-checkout and there's no other registers and you have to check out your basket, I understand. But if there's only a few self-checkout registers, those items are for 20 items or less. It's not for you to put your whole daggum shopping basket full you. of stuff through Thank the self-checkout. I'm standing in line with one or two items waiting on some schmuck that has to check out their whole grocery order for the whole month. Oh, preach. Yes, Lord. Oh, yes, Jesus. Preach, Jesus. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. And I'm telling you this. I understand if there's no other lines open, but please have some common courtesy, okay? Second thing that really drives me nuts at the grocery store is the people that drive the electric shopping carts. Now, I know they need those electric shopping carts to get around, but those people can't drive for nothing. They're always running into stuff. They almost run you over. Those people just... Put the throttle down, and they don't care. They don't give two cares in the world. They're running into stuff. And I know we had that uh, eye for an eye episode where that lady was, like, running into stuff, and the grocery manager was like, okay, like, you're running into stuff, so I'm going to kick you out of the store. But I'm telling you, man, like, I get it that they don't get out much, but I'm telling you, we need to have driving tests for these people in order to operate a mark cart. Yeah, because I'm telling you this much. I know Chris has been hit before with by one of them. And then, I mean, I've been hitting the grocery store before. I've had my foot run over before. I've seen, I've seen some of those people in them carts knock over shelves, like knock over stuff. It's, uh, it's pretty dangerous sometimes. Those people are pretty, you know. I, I agree. What do you think? Maybe we should have shopping carts. No, that's bad. I was like, uh, you know, those little kitty shopping carts they used to have, where you sit your kids in there. It's, instead, you just have like an elderly shopping cart where you just put. You know, have them sit there. You can wheel the buggy, and they can still get what they need, but, you know, it's kind of like a sitting thing. But somebody else is in control of it. And let me tell you something else. Sh those shopping carts are for people that really need them. Now, if you coming in there and you riding on them just because you don't want to walk or because you might be a little bit too lazy to walk, I'm telling you, man, those shopping Electric shopping carts are for people that actually, you know, I don't know how many people I've seen that use those things because they simply just don't want to walk. And I've had to tell people. I'm, I'm going to add one to things at the, you know, at the shopping mart here. The parking lot. 
I can't stand. Oh yes, that's what I. That oh, was my sorry, next I one. didn't mean to get ahead of you there, bro. But yeah, the parking lot, man. The parking lots are so terrible at those places. Everybody loses their mind at you know a shopping center parking lot. Whether you know it don't matter which one you go to, as long as it's a decent sized one. People, I mean, you almost get hit as a person. Your car almost gets hit a bunch. I mean, it's like if you make it out of there alive, it's a feat sometimes. Yes, it is, man. I'm telling you, dude. Like it, it is like dodging a landmine because I'm telling you, people just go. They don't look. They're backing out. They don't look. Like they don't look out who's backing out. There's no common courtesy in the parking lot, dude. And I'm telling you, like I've said before. Y'all can merge right at Chick-fil-A, but y'all can't be merging right in the parking lot line. I'm telling you, what did I say before? I go, did you go? I go, did you go? But heck no, people just straight up. Oh, and here's another thing. When people walk through the entrance door or the exit door the wrong way, like if you're walking out that exit door and people are walking in, no, traffic stays to the right. Everybody knows here in America, traffic's traffic stays to the right i don't know how they do it over there in europe but traffic stays to the right and that goes for when you're walking down the aisles okay when you're walking down the aisles exactly go stay to the right just stay to the right that's all i have to say and and you know the thing is they make it easy especially when you're talking about the big stores like we'll talk of we'll talk about like wally world and stuff like that you know they put all these displays and things in the center of these ginormous aisles right like the main throughway aisles for like all the way around and so my thing is it's really easy to maintain lane it's just like being on a major highway it's literally like their lane going the other way is is on the left hand side i'm staying on the right hand side here but you got these people that literally will walk the opposite flow and direction and you know what blows my mind when they get mad at you like you did something wrong and it's like, bro, you can't see everybody's walking one direction and you're walking against the pack here and you wonder why you keep having issues. Like, I mean, it's real simple. Let me tell you another thing. Just for the outside public, knowing from a grocery worker's perspective. All right. Now, if there's no one there by the cart and no one's working and the cart's in your way, like the the carts that they have, like the product and they're working like cool move it but if someone is right there working and something is in your way and you move their working cart do that you said take me off because i'm like i can move that for you or i can get something for you just say something number two the things that cashiers do not want to hear if it doesn't ring up they don't want to hear oh well i guess it doesn't ring up so i guess it's free today we hate hearing that we got hear that a million times in a day and it gets on our nerves. And I will end with that. Anything else that frustrates you about the grocery shopping experience? I think we could go on for, for ages, but uh, I'll spare the public on that. We could pick that up on another one, Fries My Donuts. But, uh, yeah, we're going to move on to our next segment here, which is our mystery donut, which is our improv segment. So, Chris, we're trying something a little new today, man. And uh, cool thing about... What we like to do on this show is we're always pushing the boundaries. We're always pushing the envelope. Sometimes we're not 100% the best at it just yet, but it's one of those things to where we like to try new things out and try different things. So today we're going to be trying something called the Perfect World Game. And essentially what we're going to be doing is we're going to have scenarios and we're going to try to act them out as if it was 
our perfect world. So like Chris and I's perfect world if you were in this scenario. It ought to be pretty fun. So you ready to pick a scenario, man? Yeah, let's pick one. Do you want me to pick one or are we going to pick one out of the hat? Um, Yeah, we'll pick one out of the hat. We got a couple here. Okay. Or I wouldn't say a couple. We got more than a couple. Let's see what we got here. So one is shopping with the salesman. Oh, we all know. How shopping with the salesman go. Most of us, yeah, we know we, how this goes. We've been there before. We've been there before. Um, especially the helicopter salesman that be all up in your face. Um, all right, let's do the next one here. All right. All right, so it's at the DMV. So our perfect situation at there, the perfect world situation at the DMV. So, all right, man. So the first one we'll start off with is shopping with the salesman. You ready to go? Yep. Let's go. All right, perfect. So did you want to be the salesman? You want me to be the salesman? You could be the salesman. All right, perfect. Hi, sir. Is there anything else I can assist you with, or how are you doing? To be honest, sir, I just walked in here not even two minutes ago, and I would frankly rather be left alone and find the product on my own. Okay, perfect. I'll leave you alone. But here, do me something. Uh, do me a big favor, champ. I work on commission, and I need my money. So, uh, you know, before you leave, go ahead and just give me a holler so I can walk up there, put my card on there so that I can get my money. And uh, I don't want to have to tell you the consequences of what's going to happen if you don't grab me before you leave. But, hey, I'll be right over here. Here's ten and a halfs. I'll leave you alone now. But please, for your own sake, tell me before you go and check out. Let me ask you this, sir. Will you please try to not upsell me another item? Because honestly, I just came in here for these boots and I would not like to leave with anything else other than these boots. All I'm trying to tell you is these would be better bang for your buck. But at the same time, I also understand everybody's on a budget. I'm not trying to stretch anybody's bills or anybody's dollar. So if you would rather go with these other ones, I'm not going to judge you or say anything. I'll even package them up for you. Well, thank you, sir. I think actually I'm just going to go home because I was only really here to look and not buy anything today. Oh, okay. Well, that tends to happen a lot, but that's okay. Hopefully one of these days you'll come back and you'll spend money with me. But in the meantime, I'll be broke. All right. That was our perfect world scenario. Maybe not a perfect world for the salesman because he's losing his money. But, but it's... Yeah, because... But it's, uh, I guess it's more perfect world of like, uh, if you could say anything as a salesman, because I'll be honest with you, as a salesman, and Chris has been a salesman too, uh, there's been so many times where you get jerked around and things like that to where you get to the point where you wish you could say things like that. It's just like, um, you you wish you could be a little bit more vulgar than that. But since it's a perfect world, you got to be nice. Well, right? at least at least the customer basically straight up told them, hey, I'm not going to buy anything today. I'm actually going to go. I actually love those people as a salesman. Uh, it, you know, you know not to waste your time, which is great. All right, so the next one, the DMV. Oh, man, so. All right, I'll be the DMV clerk. Okay, perfect. Go ahead. Now serving number 37. Hi, how are you today, sir? It is a great day here at the DMV. I absolutely love my job. How can I assist you today? Well, you know, I have to get my driver's license renewed. Oh, wow. Well, instead of filling out that form that you could have probably filled out online, you know what? I'm not even going to make you wait an extra 20 minutes. Oh, boy. Really? I don't even have to fill out that form? No, you don't have to fill out that form at all. And guess what? I was about to go on lunch in two minutes, but since the customer is always important, I'm going to skip my lunch and I'm going to help you. Wow. 
you know what? The DMV is really out there to help me. Our government tax dollars really do go to great things like roads, public infrastructure, and things like the DMV. What's your name, ma'am? My name is Miss Jenkins. Now, sir, while you're waiting on me to finish filling out this paperwork, can I offer you a refreshing beverage? A soda of your choosing? Oh, man, you know, I, uh, you know, Coca-Cola would be great, actually. That's great. Okay, sir, your paperwork is already done. You can simply go ahead and pick up your new driver's license and not even wait for it in the mail. Wow, this is so convenient and so easy. I don't know why I ever dreaded to come here in the first place. Oh, and one more thing, sir. Are you part of our rewards program? Our rewards members get an extra 20% off. Oh my goodness, the DMV has a rewards program so it's not so expensive for all the stupid little taxes and fees? Yes, you do. Now, you have a great day, sir, and thank you for choosing the DMV. Thanks, Miss Jenkins. I'll be at the DMV every week from now on. All right, you can definitely tell that was a little sarcastic. Uh, but yeah, in a perfect world, you could go to the DMV and, and not take all day. So Yeah, I don't, I don't, it's, it's, we call it a perfect world, but it's kind of a weird, I wouldn't say like a weird segment, but it's essentially like if you could talk the way you want or if you could have, kind of have it go the way you would be nice or whatever. Um, so in, interesting stuff, but yeah, that was a cool mystery donut there. But uh, now on to our eclair. So that is our positive advice. And Chris, I went first last week, so go ahead, take it away, man. All right, my eclair is, uh, you know, it's the new year, and we've gotten into a few days here in this new year. But my eclair is accept responsibility. I know a lot of the times, whenever we mess up or do something wrong, we live in a culture to where uh, we want to point the blame at everybody. But if you mess up, just accept responsibility. Uh, accept responsibility for um, the way that you act. You know, if you mess up and if you yell at someone, accept that responsibility and say, you know what, I kind of messed up. And, you know, friendships, relationships, any kind of uh, relationship that you're in, whether it be family, friends, uh, romantic, uh, it's always a two way street. And, you know, most of the time when things aren't going uh, great, uh, there's always usually two sides to the story. I'm not saying that it's always. Uh, both people's fault but if you mess up in a friendship or relationship accept responsibility and i feel like that's kind of something we need to get back to instead of passing the blame to everybody but yeah that's my eclair you know it's interesting so uh, we've said this before but we never talk about our eclair before um mine's like really on the same lines but mine is talking about uh preserving your honesty and preserving your morals so what i mean by that Lying is such a destructive habit, and um, I really don't know who I'm talking to out here, but the thing is, I um, have had a, seen a lot of people here lately in my own life that are around me that are just bold-faced lying to people, and really what it comes down to is they're having hard times in their lives, which is unfortunate, but at the same time, people don't appreciate getting lied to. Nobody appreciates getting lied to or anything like that, but what I've noticed and the very destructive path that lying has, it's a very slippery slope. You tell one, then you have to tell another to cover up the first one. Then you have to tell another one to cover up the first one. And before you know it, the further that snowballs down, the further deep you're in and the further of a mess you can make. And not just that, but it's especially if that's not typically who you are, you might not feel that and you might not feel and say, oh, you know, I feel bad for lying to people. And you might not feel that lie, but deep down inside you, it does erode away at you because you know that's not really you. 
and you know that's not really who you are. So the thing is, this new year, um, just I encourage whoever I'm talking to out there, just try your hardest. Um, it's very easy to be honest. It's very easy to explore as well of why am I lying to people and why am I having these problems. And if you need help, you need help. But at the same time, um, a lot of the times compulsive lying and things like that is a, a sign that people are going through some things. And so um, just want to encourage if anybody needs help to reach out and get help because, you know, everybody needs help every now and then as well. It's always so much more freeing when you can be honest and tell the truth rather than lie. Uh, and the truth will set you free. That's right there out of the good book from the good old J-Man himself. Uh, so we are so glad that you guys joined us. Micah, tell them about the cool changes that are you're working on for the website. Oh, man. So TVTrashCan.com, TVTrashCan.com. It's 2023, and you know how it is whenever you have a brand new year. I don't know about you, Chris, but I, I always love to have things fresh and things new. And so the thing is, I figure we have a fresh new look to this website. So we're going to have some new shows, some new content. Um, you know, I didn't even run this by Chris, but I might be adding something. Um, we've had some plane videos, but we haven't had some flight simulator videos. And I actually edited up one the other day. It's about a minute and a half. You know, it's really interesting. Uh, just plug in this for a second. It was I was taken off from Alaska, and I typically don't do that. You know, I'm really big into flight simulator and things like that, and I typically don't fly out of Alaska. But this particular video, it was blowing snow uh, at about 25 miles an hour, and the visibility was zero. So literally, um, this game is gorgeous as far as the graphics are concerned. So it's pretty realistic of what it would look like if you're taking off in absolute zero visibility and blowing snow in the middle of Alaska at night. So uh, check that out. That's going to be on there. we got some new shows, some new content. It's all going to be new, man. So uh, go check it out. New is great. New is good. So we are so glad that you guys have joined us for this ride. Episode 7. Let's trash it. We're going to sign off. I'm Chris. Uh-huh. And I'm Micah. And this has been the Donut Box Podcast. Deuces. <laughs>